Hello legends and welcome to Blunt Force Healing Podcast, episode 226. This means that we are 226 days since this podcast and the blog started. And I'm really happy today because I delivered on the promise that I made to you listeners and readers as well as to myself on top of recent discovery that well wasn't really discovery but long ongoing suffering that this blog and podcast that were meant to be my core habit and daily routine to strengthen and positively impact my life became my curse a little bit recently because I was writing pretty late and then recording the podcast episode just on the verge of 11 p.m. and midnight, which was very unhealthy because later on I was staying longer and went to bed later. So that was not something that I signed up for and... It was dangerous in that I was doing that very regularly in the last couple of weeks. So yesterday, if you read my post or listened to the podcast, you know that I made a promise and commitment to set deadline for writing the post at least, because this takes I would say the most effort and time and requires a lot of attention. So I set myself to publish the post every day by 8 p.m. or 20.00. And I actually started very well today because I started in the morning. It was, I think, 11.30 a.m. when I started writing, but I managed to do one paragraph and got distracted because work, life, etc. And got back to writing just later and much, much later at about 6 p.m. when Julian, my son, uh, was playing soccer, uh, was actually on the training. When I dropped him, I continued writing the post in the car. So while I managed to do that before eight, it still could have been done better. But again, it's a first day. I am yet to establish that and make sure that I hit that deadline every day for longer time than just one day. So it is a win today, but obviously publishing the post regularly will be just a first phase. The second will be to ensure that I also record the episodes earlier than before midnight or before 11 p.m., but baby steps 
as they say, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And the first bite is to make sure that the biggest chunk of work is done earlier so I can get to bed at a normal time and sleep well, be healthy and deliver more value and better content as a result. So you might hear a little bit of noise in the back. Apologies for that, but I wanted to do that recording also in the reasonable hour and it's 21.03, so 9.03 p.m., which is great time. I just finished dinner and wanted to try and record it. On top of that promise, that meant that I delayed yesterday. Short summary of what happened on Sunday. So here we are. It's time to give you that update because it's of a value for, I would say, especially people that might think about starting a business some form of a business related to health and fitness and travel and kind of that sphere it should work anywhere in the world mainland or at the shore of the ocean sea wherever you you are as long as you have willingness to to start it up it's great and especially it will also be of use for those that are here in Ireland because not only they will be able to experience what I'm about to talk about but might also join the herd of new business owners that start this in Ireland let me just rewind to Sunday. On last Sunday, it was quite unusual because we had to wake up quite early for Sunday, especially for me because my wife is an early bird and she always wakes up quite early. But myself and Julian, we like to drift into Sunday slowly. But this Sunday was important day, especially for Julian. As some of you know, whoever reads or listens to Blunt Force Healing, Julian is interested in soccer and trains for professional football. And since we moved to Donegal, he became a member of Drumbar United FC. The last year was great for training and some friendly matches, but it was not yet something that you would qualify as professional or on the level that 
he at least starts being registered and develops his skills with the other kids that, that do the same. So he got registered with FAI, which is Football Association in Ireland. And on Sunday morning, they had first match or league match of the season that was I believe it's it's being ranked so the that was important because it was first kind of match that he knew that counts so there was a little bit of that excitement and unknown as well because they were about to take on Erna Wanderers FC, which is a soccer team in Ballyshannon. And in addition to that, a bit of unknown and a bit of worry that he had was not only they never played, well, he never played against Ern in Ballyshannon, but it was a match away. So that's why we had to wake up early and drive to Ballyshannon which is not that far from us, but if you account for a match starting at 10 a.m., 9.30 is regrouping and warming up, so we had to leave just after 9 to make sure that we are there on time. We will find the, the pitch, and Julian has a full experience there. So it was a match away and with unknown team to him, so he was expecting that. It might be tough. The good news are that the weather was nice and boys had great time playing. Both teams definitely gave the most out of them to, to win the game. And the first half was quite on the safe side. Both teams kind of were checking each other. And uh, because obviously the same feeling that Julian had from, from his side, I believe many team members of Ern had against Drumbar. So the first half was on the safe side, but Drumbar took a lead 1-0. And Julian played first 20 minutes, I believe, of the first half. The halves were divided, I think, into 30 minutes. And obviously there was a professional and FAI designated referee that was uh, leading that match. So the first half was great. They were up to the great start. And in the second half, Julian came back to the pitch after about five to 10 minutes. So another 20 minutes that he played the rest of the match and second half he entered uh, just as the drum bar started unleashing a bit more confidence and scoring more to the point that despite the great game that Ern Wanderers um, did, it wasn't enough to stop drum bar from finishing the whole match 7-0. And the, the 
the last goal was actually scored by Julian, which he was very happy. I was very happy because I recorded it, so I have it on camera. And that's something special to remember. And after that match, obviously, we went home. There was a lot of chores to do. Uh, we, as a family, we did a, a couple of things. And we were planning to go for a hike and then go to Port, sorry, Port Nablach. Port Nablach is a small village north side of Donegal, uh, not far from Dunfanaghy. And we were going that there for a reason. We were booked for my wife in a little bit unusual place for most of the people, but one that we wanted to check because of our pursuit of starting our own business in the same way, but in different area, obviously in Donegal town. What I'm talking about is mobile sauna and some of you are familiar with saunas like the rooms where uh, you expose yourself to the heat there are dry saunas and wet saunas wet ones are usually filled up with a lot of steam and are very humid the the ones that are dry they are as the name says they are dry wooden benches where you sit in the heat and from time to time, somebody is pouring water over the stones that release a little bit of steam and, and heat. Uh, exposure to heat is known for centuries to be very beneficial, if done right, as much as the cold exposure. And if you switch in between and follow certain protocol to do it right between cold and heat then you're up for a nice treat and great health benefits and science confirmed that in the recent decades that now we not only know that they are beneficial but we understand how many processes in the body and and the brain in general they affect and the problem was that on the way to to our potential hike we stopped in Letterkenny to do a little bit of shopping because we miss a couple of amenities in Donegal town so we usually go to Letterkenny at the same time when we go for a trip somewhere to resupply and after we did our shopping it turned out that we don't have enough time to uh, be on time for this schedule in the in the sauna so we had to skip the hike i wasn't happy because i was looking more into the hike than sauna and sauna was booked only for my wife initially so we only booked one slot but yeah sometimes you have to do that for your family and i decided to just go there and see how it looks like and when we arrived, it was quite windy and a bit cold, but the Port Nablach is quite interesting place. It's a small bay with the little beach where people are kind of uh, kayaking and paddling. 
and there is also a pier there for boats and it's used very often by people to just take a cold plunge and just jump to the water so it's a nice place to take a bath and do some kayaking or paddling in the bay in Atlantic waters and on that pier is exactly that sauna and that sauna is in kind of a mobile sauna which is basically means it's a fancy name for a sauna being put on a trailer and this is the business that we're talking about we want to start it in this area but wanted to try it and see how it how it looks in operation and also maybe speak to the owners and i must say that experience was great we booked one hour in which time we could just pop in and out of sauna and take a cold plunge or just you know cool down in, in with the air outside and the best part was that it's a communal sauna so there's about six or seven places to book per hour and the slot that that we booked for my wife it turned out there is no one else coming to that slot so she had the sauna for her private use pretty much and we didn't book myself because we were not sure if julian can enter sauna because it's it's different in different saunas if they accept kids or not there's a lot of responsibility despite the fact that it's it's pretty safe for kids if done right and there was terms and conditions there were ter terms and conditions on the sauna website where it said that it's strictly for 16 years older or years or older but we met an owner we had a chat and under our supervision he said that there's no problem that he can go in so i booked julian and myself additionally and we had sauna to ourselves we learned a lot from eli because that's the name of the owner the name the the sauna is called cocoon sauna and it's in portnablach i highly recommend to go there and meet eli and claire his wife uh great people lovely chat we learned a lot from them and we will be meeting them hopefully soon again when we start our pursuit and definitely will be recommending them to people that are traveling towards north part of Donegal be it Dunfanaghy, Porta Black or any other area because of the attitude of the owners the, the what type of people they are and how much effort they put in it and how they welcomed us that was the most important thing the first impression is always something that i go about and both eli and claire were very welcoming and great people to meet which we were pleased to to see especially that the gloomy weather uh, and the fact that I lost that opportunity to take a hike made my mood on the really down side and 
both Claire and Eli brighten the day, not only allowing Julian to go in and helping us to be welcomed and understand how the song, how that, that experience works and in general, that attitude helped us to, to really get that experience right and we'll be coming back there, definitely. So that's about it. Uh, I will put a couple of pictures into the blog post because I think I have them in on my GoPro. So I was only able to put uh, some other pictures there. There is a picture of a pier with the sauna on it and a little bit of bay. So you can see it if you go to the blog link in the description of that episode. And also another picture of the place where we visited by pure chance while coming back from Port Nabla, we decided that the weather is still okay. The, the temperature is great and we had a couple of things with us like the portable grill and some uh, sausages to to survive uh, there. And we stopped in Arts Forest Park, just beside Arts Friary. It's like an old place of, um, I would say, um, belief and religion and there is a there is a church there and it's quite a remarkable place uh, from a historical perspective but we weren't there to enjoy this as most of you probably know i'm not a very religious person well i'm not a religious person at all which doesn't mean we don't respect the others but if something is not of my interest, I focus on what actually is. And beside the friary, there's there's a bay and a lot of nice walks so people can enjoy it. And that's what we decided to do. We went along the shore and found a great small beach, kind of secluded a little bit. Uh, there was no walkers really after about half an hour of us staying there the footpath kind of became empty, no visitors. So we had beach to ourselves. We started the grill, made sausages, enjoyed the watching the birds hunting for fish over the bay because the low tide was coming. So, and it all looked a little bit surreal because that place looks not like Ireland at all with all those kind of trees that looked a little bit like bonsai, Japanese bonsai on the shore. Different structures of the rocks and, and the bay itself were great. So it was a really pleasant experience. Uh, yeah, my wife is making a lot of noise. You probably hear that. So I'll be wrapping up now. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, I'm really happy to see that people are actually willing to spend their precious time and listen to my ramblings and uh, my podcast. So I really thank you for that time. And I hope you will have a great rest of the day 
afternoon or evening or night, wherever you are. And I will always welcome you on this podcast. Please feel free to use any channels, be it via blog and social media or here on the podcast to contact me if you have any questions or feedback. And I'll be more than happy to to answer them. Once again, thank you very much for coming. It's 2123 UTC plus one. And I'm finishing this podcast episode. Talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.